This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being. Being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. In Sanskrit, the word chakra means disc or wheel and refers to the energy centers in your body. These wheels or discs of spinning energy each correspond to certain nerve bundles and major organs. To function at their best, your chakras need to stay open, activated, and balanced. If they get blocked, you may experience physical or emotional symptoms related to a particular chakra. In this episode, you will learn the benefits of FCA Yoga, Full Chakra Activation Yoga which includes healing of physical ailments, relieving of emotional stress, mental clarity and spiritual insights, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual rejuvenation, more energy, quality rest, and improved sleeping patterns, among others. Valeria Tellis interviews Rance Dunbar, a.k.a. The Chakra Doctor. Rance Dunbar was born and raised in the Big Easy New Orleans, After overcoming countless hardships in life, including child abuse, depression, disease, addiction, lack of education, suicide attempts near death, and more, he propelled himself into a positive, spiritual state of being and into a full-time black business owner and spiritual master. Rance Dunbar, the chakra doctor, is most known for three things. Creating the Miracle Food All-Natural Intracellular Detox Cleansing Regimen, creating the FCA Yoga Guided Meditation, creating the Money Magic Esoteric Program. Meet the Chakra Doctor at ChakraDoctor.org. Here's the interview with Rance Dunbar, the Chakra Doctor. In your own words, who is Rance Dunbar, the Chakra Doctor? In my own words, who is Rance Dunbar, the Chakra Doctor? In my own words, Rance Dunbar, the Chakra Doctor, is the infinite, immortal, eternal, all-knowing God that you guys speak in the Bible who's come down to, to live a life as a human and teach people in this life how to rise from humanity into godhood. Um, humanity has become stagnant, and so therefore we need to realize that we're we weren't just meant to be only human we were meant to be superhuman metahuman godlike if you will and so people like me come around every now and then to spark that inspiration into humanity to become a god and not just no longer a woman or a man a god or a goddess Mm, yeah and i wonder how did you discover that? Do you still remember the understanding? How did that come to you? First and foremost, the knowing was instilled in me from my mother. My mother taught me very well of, you know, who I am, the spirit world, the 
things that exist beyond our um, natural five senses and learning and researching and digging in to myself through learning secular, different secular knowledges and started to basically connect the dots of these stories and actually see that, wait a minute, I'm the, these stories are basically talking about what I'm doing right now. Jesus healed the sick. I healed the sick of incurable diseases, all incurable diseases, not just one, all of them. Um, Christ-like beings, when Christ-like beings come to the earth, they come with big, big solutions that can solve all of the earth's problems. And so Miracle Food and what I bring in FCA Yoga and the Esoteric Program, is it is literally changing people's lives from zero to hero, nothing to something in zero to 60 seconds flat. And it's... Um, and then researching, researching to see what they say, what they say I was going to look like. What did they say I was going to bring? Well, they say when, you know, Christ comes, Christ brings the light. And so the chakras are your inner lights. And I created and I developed in a guided meditation so that anybody on the face of the planet, if they do or don't know about a chakra, can actually activate them and physically feel them as an evidence. So no longer will it be just a talk or a conjecture of is it a science or a pseudoscience, but I actually have the, the technology to show you that it is an actual science and that you can use it upon command and on demand because it is for you. It is your heritage as an expression of the infinite creator all. And with that in mind, yeah, I love what he said about this is our inherent light. So would you say that everything is energy, everything that we are in contact with here in this reality? Yeah, all physical things are energy. Um, I would like to also say that, you know, when you're dealing with energy, energy is just not relegated to the physical world. And a lot of us get distracted by the physical world energy, never realizing that the physical world energy has a metaphysical source that it draws from. And so... That's what I like to focus on. I like to focus on the roots. I like to focus on where things come from and what is the actual root power of a thing or a non-thing. And analyzing this, we always talk about let your light shine, love and light, this little light of mine. I'm going to shine bright like the stars. Everybody want to be a superstar. Stars shine bright. Keep the, the, all of these cliche sayings in our society that shows us that we are the actual light beings, that we are the actual artificial intelligence. We keep marveling at computers and terabytes, but last time I, was, I checked, our brain holds 10 million gigabytes. It's an actual computer. Our body is an actual machine. It's a, you know, a intricate seeing, touching, touching, tasting, feeling, breathing, having sex machine, but a machine nonetheless. And once we understand that we are the spirit that is living inside of the machine for a time being to learn how to evolve as a greater spirit through physical nature, 
right? Through physical living, suffering, living, laugh, pain, dying, living, and all of the other things that come with the overall game of life, then we begin to realize that, oh, wow, I I did sign up to come here to shine a light. And I did, and I did sign up to come here to learn something in this life. And it all begins to make sense once we learn that we chose to come here, that we are infinite and we chose to come here. I get puzzled about the discovery of this. Why do so many of us don't get to experience life in this way, in a spiritual way? Is that because it's subtle or why do we forget? So I, so I always liken earth or the third dimension as a school, if you will. If you look at, if you look in the sky, you have 12 zodiac signs, right? And And then, but that 12 zodiac signs coincide with the 12 months of your year. But then the 12 months of your year coincide with the 12 on your clock. But that 12 on your clock coincides with the 12 grades you got to go through in school. And those 12 grades that you have to go through in school, you have to literally go grade for grade and pass each test. So a lot of people didn't come here to be enlightened this life. A lot of people are still in third grade first grade, second grade. A lot of people haven't even made it out of elementary school, right? The school of the elements, learning, just learning what life is and what the elements are. And so we, um, we have to break it back down to the basics and show you how the microcosm is always mimicking the macrocosm and how do we, how do each other affect one another? Well, when you look at school, we start off in school as ignorant, but we leave out of school as graduates and experts. So a lot of us are, you know, in our junior, freshman, sophomore, or whatever phase that we that we are in, in the school of life. So the school of life, everybody isn't meant to get it, um, to get what you're getting, because everybody has an individual um, desire, need, and contract with the, with the universe. So if, if you're in the 12th grade, learning 12th grade knowledge, 12th grade life lessons, 12th grade um, life people who you are attracting, soul, soul beings who you're attracting, that is going to be different from a person who is in the first grade and he is learning the first grade lessons. And then add that with your, and then add that with your karmic debt and add that with um, your life path number. And now things begin to become more clear and shows how unique that your situation is. Everybody has a unique fingerprint. Even twins have a, their own unique fingerprint. So that means everybody was sent here to learn their own unique lesson. Even though we're in the same space at the same time, that doesn't mean we are to be learning the same things at the same time and, and moving forward at the same time. Some of us learn how some of us incarnated to learn how to suffer. Some of us incarnated to learn how to die. Some of us incarnated to learn how to treat something right. And some of us incarnated to learn how to enlighten the world. And everybody has their own individual soul mission for what we do when we come here. And once we, those of us who do realize what our soul missions are, we wake up to it like a person who is late for work. Oh my God, I'm late for work. Yeah. We, and we get straight to it. Like, oh, this is what I was here for yeah. all along. And we get straight to it. It makes a lot of sense from the perspective of life as a school, souls learning. And is there a, um, 
a destination for that runs like in the case of some people like yourself and so many others who have somehow, I mean, it comes across to me as you have graduated already. So do you still choose to come back here in a human body to help others or you can also choose to stay as spirit? Yes. Yeah, so just like when you graduate uh, high school and you move into college, and then you graduate college and after college and you get your degree in college, mm. what do you do? You go into the workforce. Mm. So, mm. So, right. so, so so do the ascended masters and so do the spirit guides. When they graduate college, they when they graduate college, they go to, into their particular workforce field. Some of us come back to teach and enlighten. Some of us come back to build. Some of us come back to, to accelerate um, certain processes. Some of us come back to sacrifice themselves for the greater good. Because we know that we know that we are immortal and infinite. Um, some of us come back for different reasons, but and some of us choose to say, "Well, no, I, I got my degree. I'm about to go start. I, I thought I wanted that degree, but I always wanted to. I always wanted to um, have my own business. So I'm about to go be an entrepreneur, and I'm gonna give Earth a little rest right now, and I'm gonna go to this. I'm gonna go to Constellation Aquarius, and I'm gonna go learn what they the, the lessons they have to teach me in Constellation Aquarius, right? Um, and so. Yeah. And so just like remember, it says as above, so below on Earth as it is in heaven. So if we have schools and graduates in a workforce on Earth, then there are schools and graduates and a workforce in heaven. If we have police, jails and punishment on Earth, there are police, jails and punishment in heaven. And if we have germs, viruses and diseases and bacteria on Earth, then so be it in heaven, as above, so below. And we have to realize that what we're doing on earth, we're just mimicking the greater grand scheme of things that is already going on in the macrocosmic heavens. Another question that came to mind is liberation. What would that look like? Liberation would look like... Yeah. The, the, the liberation would look like the changing the exchanging of powers. Um, first, the, the society moving from patriarchal into matriarchal. Um the present-day patriarchal governmental systems completely completely getting a makeover and either completely falling and something new replacing it or um, it transforming and morphing into something that it greater than something that it ever was. Um, true liberation is going to be we're not waking up to go to a nine to five. True liberation is we're not waking. We're not waking up to. Not only are we not waking up to go to a nine to five, we're definitely not going to the rat race to pay bills. Um, true liberation is you're not going to be able to be racist with anyone because you realize that you're all with everyone. Um, and true liberation is definitely the uplifting of the oppressed, weak people of the earth who haven't had a chance to be strong yet. Um, and so, yeah, the true liberation, you're going to see true liberation because it's going to be evident when the so-called powers that be right now no longer be right now. <laughs> um, and it is going to be a natural progression. You know, it's, it's going to be an actual natural progression that was chosen by the people. 
Um, if you look at all of the babies that are being born now, they call they call them pandemic babies, right? And they're saying how smart they are and how bright they are and how advanced these new babies are. And I'm and, I'm, and these are the new star seeds and, and the new seeds that are about to be inheriting the earth. When they say the meek shall inherit the earth, these are the, these are the seeds that will be inheriting the new heaven and the new earth. And liberation is going to be all around the board. When I say all around the board, meaning women, um, minorities. Um, you know, people who are people who are subjugated to oppression and all kind of uh, tyrannies, um, and especially when it comes to government access or government operation, those things will slowly but surely fade away, and the people's consciousness will be the new government. The people's actions and the way we act, we won't even need a police force. We won't even need lawyers and doctors and all of these things. We'll be, we'll be our own lawyers. We'll be our own doctors. We'll, this is what the true liberation is because we'll be free to do what we want, what we want. The reason why is no, there's no liberation because we're not free to do what we want. A lot of us right now want to be musicians, but we have to wake up and go work for UPS or go to the next job. Right. But when we're able to wake up every morning, what happens to the mind and the subconscious when the mind and the subconscious wakes up and it doesn't have to go to work and still can have its lights on? It doesn't have to go to work and still can have energy, not only any kind of energy, free energy that actually feeds the earth and no longer damages the earth. What happens then? When the earth starts picking up her vibration from healing from all of the great technology that is no longer destroying her, right? So true liberation is us getting to know her again, the earth, from a, from a, from a mother's standpoint. She is our mother, and we have to get to know her, treat her creatures right, treat ourselves right. A true liberation is we're not going to be murdering creatures for our sustenance. True, you know, all of these things are we're on the precipice of all of these things. There's going to be a big aha moment for the world. And that yeah. will be the beginning of liberation. Oh, I love that. Yes. What a beautiful vision. Yeah. So and I love when you say it, it's a natural movement toward that place, which sounds to me the way you speak as spiritual. So uh, the earth would become a, a spiritual place to live, spirits. Well, you got to remember this. A lot of people forget this one thing. Earth is a goddess. Yeah. They're, how tall are you? Uh, five foot, foot four. Five, five four. foot four. Yeah. I'm six foot even. There oh, are okay. 7.9 <laughs> billion more of us on this on the surface. We're not yeah. even talking about on the inside. True. We're just talking about on the surface. Yeah. There are 8 billion of us on the surface. She is able to feed, mm. clothe, shelter, educate, and medicate all 8 billion of us and we can think we can breathe we can grow we can achieve we can be successful so can she you, um i always tell people look at you remember look at yourself and then analyze that as with the earth if you have an inside doesn't the earth have an inside if you have feelings you think the earth is exempt from the feelings and you get your body from the actual earth that ha that gives you the feelings Right. And you have chakras. But guess what? The earth also had chakras. So that means because remember, the chakras are your spirit and your soul. The Merkaba, the light, that is your spirit and your soul. OK, well, if the earth had chakras, that means the earth has a spirit and a soul. And now what happens now? What happens? So that means if you're trying to grow and elevate, isn't the earth trying to grow and elevate as well? Right. On earth as it is in heaven. So I always I always 
put into countenance that are put into remembrance that earth is a living, breathing, feeling, thinking, alive, immortal goddess. And we are and, and we are her children experiencing her environment, experiencing her her ecosystems, experiencing the way she thinks and the way she moves and the way she feels. And once we wake up to that fact, man, the, the, our our accelerated spiritual growth will be so rapid because now we actually have a connection to our true mother, our true spiritual mother. Um, and we'll know how to treat her. We'll know how to, we'll know how to treat her. We'll know how to upgrade her. We'll know how to do everything without ever harming a hair on her head. And mm-hmm. that's when the real evolution begins. I love um, listening to you talk about this coming from a, a spirit in the male body. That is really a bit of acknowledgement that The divine feminine, really, it plays a huge role in nurturing peace, love, unconditional love. So thank you for saying that. Yes, the, the sacred feminine is, I always, I always tell people, the sacred feminine is our heritage. If you look at the female, the female is the X chromosome mitochondrial DNA carrier. Men do not carry this. And with that being said, it is not just a vital part. It is a source part. That's why they call it Mother Earth, um, Mother Nature, the mothership, the motherboard. You know, there are all kinds of different um, names for her. Um, when we start off in our in the womb as babies, we all start off as fe- fe- female. And then on top of that, And then on top of that, for males, to sh- for males who don't believe this, there's a heritage that shows you this. And if all males, if you go look right under your, your private part scrotum sack, all the way through your shaft, you'll see a line. That long line is when you had a vagina opening and the Y chromosomes got added and your vagina closed up and your fallopian tubes turned into testicles, your clitoris turned into a penis and your and, and, and all of the things that was going that all of the things that was in your X chromosome mutated into a Y chromosome. And so and this is science. For the first six to eight weeks we are all feminine. And so this is a big calling card as to who your heritage and who's and who and who's giving you all of these realities right um they say karma is a bee and life is a bee you know the the, the expletive right and so i always i always point that out when when a man names his car he calls her a she when he names his boat he calls her a she right um the most powerful piece on the chessboard is the queen um If you look at the porn industry, XXX, that's the X chromosome. That 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 industry wouldn't even be alive if it weren't for female, right? Um, you look at the TV show X-Men, the X chromosome mutated into men, X-Men, right? And look at algebra. X is the greatest expression in algebra, right? And so mathematically, she, you know, um, when you look into genealogy and um biology you'll see that our our origins begin in africa with a female uh, females from africa is like wait a minute why didn't they tell me this in high school right? <laughs> yes right yeah you know? why yeah thank you for the education <laughs> not too late my rance it's not too late to be educated what is healing to you rance and what are some of the misconceptions we have about healing so healing to me Um, that's why I got into health and wellness. 
um, healing to me is your that's your that's your that's your lifeline. That is the health. Your health is your wealth. We have a lot of dreams that we want to accomplish, but a lot of us aren't healthy enough to see them through. And sometimes we have a 30, we might have a 30 year dream. Hey, I want to build a bank and have the biggest corporation in the world. It might take you 30 years to accomplish that dream. And if you're not healthy, if you're making it to 50 and 60 years old, and now you need a pill because of, you know, a, a, um, a, a bad eating lifestyle, that very dream that you, that very dream gets derailed because you're not healthy enough to see it through. Right. And so, I look at, so number one, healing is all around the board. First and foremost, your body. The reason why I say heal the body first, because the body has organic processes and functions that aid and fuel your spirit, your emotions, and your mind. I don't care how strong your mind is. If your body isn't healthy enough to produce the chemicals that the mind needs, then it won't be that strong, right? Yeah, I don't care how strong your will is. If you are not have, if you don't have the vitamins and minerals in your body, so that your cells can draw on those resources to give you more energy to assert that will, then you you just have a strong will and well, potentially strong will. And so, when you look at America, America, we lead the world in obesity. We lead the world in the seven deadly sins. The seven deadly sins. We lead the world in those things. Okay, and. These are this is very unhealthy. So we're trying to accomplish these big goals, but 75 to 85 percent of Americans are walking around with some type of ailment. This is automatically think about it. If you have an ailment in your bloodstream, then that same ailment is going to play out in your thinking processes. That same ailment is going to play out in your feeling processes and the way you act and now you're acting like the very disease that is floating through your bloodstream, never knowing that all I have to do is just purify my body and my mind will slowly but surely go back into a purified state. When I purify my insides, my outsides will immediately begin to see and reap the benefits of it. And so I always encourage people that get healthy enough so that anything that you want to do in life, no matter what it is, you'll be able to see it through. And that is the main thing. And a lot of a miscon big misconception in health is that it is only relegated to the body. Right. No, after you get your body right and you start getting your body right now, you got to start training your brain. We talk against ourselves all the time. How many how many people have the word don't, won't, can't, woulda, could have, should have, I didn't. And all of the and all of the words that all of the unsuccessful phrases that are programmed into our minds and we see them every day. The most used letter in the alphabet is the letter I, right? How many times people say, I can't, I'm broke, I woulda, I shoulda, I coulda, if only, right? The 55 alibis of old man, if like Napoleon Hill said in Thinking Grow Rich. And so when we, when we analyze this, after our bodies get right, we have to start training our mind to an abundance, health, wealth mind state so that we can begin to resonate with higher frequencies and start attracting those higher frequencies back into our existence because this is where we come from. We come from a higher vibration and a higher frequency, but we have lowered our vibration and lowered our frequency to experience life on the third dimension. And the whole goal of life on the third dimension is to realize that we can reach our higher frequency where we come from while we're in our lower state. 
And this is a big misconception that, no, we're here to learn how to reach the highest frequency while we're in our lowest state. That is the ultimate ascension. So talk to me about the products you offer. I read you have the Miracle Food All Natural Intracellular Detox Cleaning Regimen. You also offer the FCA, which means, do I have it here? I should... FCA stands for Full Chakra Activation. It's called FCA Yoga. Uh, it, it is own yoga. I literally, I literally on accident invented my own yoga through a guided meditation. And I also have the Money Magic Esoteric Program. I show people how to realign and get themselves. So you, you, when you look at it, is three it is like a three is i call it the trinity i call it the trinity code or the trinity program right when you got the miracle food that is going to cleanse your body and the miracle food and the miracle tea and i we've reversed everything from autism to sickle cell anemia over 10,000 patients i've healed the over five over five doctors in the medical industry that have come to me for advice and help and not only me to have to come to me for advice but has actually bought um cleansing regimens from me so it is amazing how even nurses and doctors come to me for their health. And this is what makes me the doctor's doctor, right? And so getting our mind, I'm getting, I'm sorry, getting our body cleansed and with, with the miracle food regimen. And then and then after you get your body cleansed, I have to offer you the, you know, the train your brain program uh, along uh, the train your brain program, along with the money magic esoteric program so that you can start seeing that life is all energy. And we came here to learn how to manipulate energy. And so I am the greatest person to teach people how to manipulate their energies into a higher frequency so that they'll never have to experience the pain and suffering that they're experiencing right now ever again in life. And then you have, and, and then um, also uh, you have, other products such as sage, incense, crystals, T-shirts, um, you know, a store, a store, a array of store products, right? Books we have, you know, have you have books have the affirmation Bible and Eden's Garden Cookbook that teach you how to eat raw fruits and vegetables and not cook food, right? And uncooked food. Um, because cooking, cooking the food kills the food, and when you're eating a dead food, you're not eating food at all. It's, it's rendered as junk. And so so many things that I have to offer. It is just where a person is at in life and where they, where would they want to start with me? I have everybody from guru masters as my students to beginners as my students. And the great thing that's that, that just gave me a big inclination of who I am when I have masters who have their own students and they have to come learn from me. And I have people who don't know, you know, from nothing, from nothing about anything, and they meet me and now they're upgrading into and they're upgrading into expertise. They're upgrading into um, things that they can master. So it's a great or best of both worlds. Every time you talk about the mother, mother earth, spirit, God, it comes to me unconditional love. Always. That's the Infinite message. love is the only <laughs> truth. Infinite love, eternal truth is the peace. You know, we have to we have to in, in order to get peace in our lives, we have to live a life of love that is filled with truth. Because when we love ourselves, we're able to tell the truth to ourselves and to others. And truth is the actual bodyguard that protects love. Um, if, if somebody is lying to you, there's a part of themselves that don't love themselves because true love never lies. True love tells tr true love is able to actually not only tell the truth, but embody the truth and be a walking poster board child for the truth. 
So I'm a big fan of unconditional love. And I'm a definite big fan of honesty and integrity and truth protecting that unconditional love. Uh, We're almost at the end. So I do have a few more questions for you, the ending questions. Would you like to add anything? Oh, uh, I would only like to add um, all praises be to the great grand holy mother of all divine. All praises be to the grandmother earth. All praises be to mother nature. And yeah, I'm, that's all I want to do. Just give all of my give all of my energy back to the source that gave it to me in the first place. How do you define success these days, Rance? What is your message for those who believe in success as money, fame and possession status? What could you tell them? Um, what is your definition, your message on success? You know, money, fame, power, status. That is I call that temporary success. I call that I call that marketing success. Right. Um, you know, you you market you market your success with these things. But these things are, are not at the actual success. Success is how much are you in love with life? How much are you in love with people? How much you are, are you in love with nature and the animals? How often do you smile every day? How many positive words do you tell yourself and tell others? And how many positive words do others tell you? Most importantly, success is how many people have you helped take to the next level with your, through, through your living, not through your speaking and not through your speeches, but through people actually being able to watch the fruit from your tree, come to your tree, eat your fruit and get a valuable substance from your life. This is the true success. True success, when you talk about money, you're talking about people. People are the real money because people created dollars. People created the dollar machine. People created the currency system. So the true currency is people. I always ask people, what would you rather, a billion dollars or a billion people? And I tell them, give me a billion people any day because amongst those billion people, I guarantee you one of them is going to be a billionaire. So I went both ways anyway. So give me the people. And remember, people are the only ones who can pay attention, time, is attention. So time is money. That's why they call it pay attention. So people are the real money. And if you are a people person who can change people for the better, who can upgrade people for the better, who can take people from a down state into an upstate, this is the true success because all everybody has to remember one day you're going to leave that body. And one day you're going to be back into your all-knowing aspect of yourself. And when you do that, you're going to be graded because this is a school, I keep telling you, everybody, this is a school. Now, will you get straight A's, B's, C's, D's, E's, F's? I don't know what you're going to get, but I'm shooting for, I'm shooting for valedictorian all A's. That's beautiful. How much are you in love with life? How often do you smile? And, and the connections we make, how many people do we truly connect with? Do you see the beauty in all things? So the beauty, are you able to see the beauty in all things? You guys need to go listen to this artist. I always say I was going to start pumping this artist. Me and my wife listen to this artist all the time. And her name is Ishelle Prisma. You need to go get, you need to go, you need to go get her. Her I-X-C-H-E-L, first name, and then last name, P-R-I-S-M-A, Prisma. And she's on YouTube and Spotify and things of that nature. And she has a song called The Beauty in All Things. And when I first woke up into nirvana, meaning heaven on earth, heaven inside of my body, meaning 
I can, meaning I can die right now and I'm perfect with life, right? Um, her song, Beauty and All Things, was the first song that came uh, across my desk or into my um, conscious stream of information that was being broadcast to me. And um, so I always, I always tell people, yes, how well are you at seeing beauty? How well are you at seeing beauty? It takes a skill to say beauty is in the eye of the beholder, which means it takes a certain type of perception to recognize it. And so that means everybody doesn't have that perception to recognize what is and what is not beautiful. And so I always ask people, I always tell people, I say, hey, how well or how good are you at seeing the beauty in all things? Are you able to see the beauty in this ugly situation that you're complaining about? If so, then why are you complaining about it? Are you able to see the beauty in your struggle right now? If so, then why are you crying about struggling, right? We all have a horror story, but it is those of us who are able to see the beauty or recognize the beauty in our horror story who, who, who turns our horror story into a great triumph hero story. So turn your horror story, go from horror story to hero story, because we all, and all and if you look at all hero movies, all hero stories start off as a horror story. Oh, he fell in a vat of un. He bit up, he's going through hell and he fell in this van. Oh my God, how did this happen to him? And now he's Superman yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And so all hero stories start off as these horrible horror stories. So turn your horror story and go through your horror story. Learn from your horror story so that you can see the beauty in it and turn that horror story into a hero story. And my last question to you, Rance, is what are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment? Three things about life that I know for sure at this moment. Number one, life is an actual holographic computer game. Number one, it is an actual holographic computer game created by infinite intelligences. Let's get that clear. Everything in life is a game. When they say, go look at it, it's hunting game, the political game, the football game, the basketball game, the dating game, the drug game, the, 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 the corporate game, the sex game. All There's a game for everything in life. Everything in life has a, everything in life has a game for it, especially now with today with apps. There's a game for everything. Right. And now we have to realize, well, where do these games get their original mother ultimate format from? Life, life herself. Life herself is the ultimate games that all of these games borrow their formats from. So, like, and, and if we don't wake up every day looking at life as the game that it is, so that we can play it and play it to win, because all games were designed for you to win. But even though all games were designed for you to win, all games were designed for you to be beaten by the game as well. So, if life is beating you up right now. Good for you. Why? Because life is doing her job. She was designed to beat you up. The computer is not designed to be your friend. It is designed to be your opponent, your adversary, who is going to challenge you and try to beat you so that you can come up with great, greater moves. You can come up with greater plays. You can come up with greater strength and greater tenacity to overcome the challenges and obstacles that the game is presenting to you so that you can be a pro athlete a pro in the game of life so life is a, a, a complete think about it all games give you more than one chance to play it if you believe in reincarnation 
then there it goes. You, more than one chance to play the game of life. Even if you believe in Christianity and you only get one life, there's a being in the book that still came back through reincarnation called Christ. And he came back and played the game after dying. So we know that all games give you multiple chances to play it. That's number one. So life is a game. Wake up, get into the game, learn the cheat codes of the game, learn how the game of life works because the game, because think about it, you are made and created in the image of the creator. And if on earth as it is in heaven, if we like to play games on earth, what makes you think God don't like to play games? What makes you think that infinity don't like to play games? What makes you think that the infinite world doesn't have infinite games when all they have in this temporary world are games? So how can human spirits, spirits in a human body play games, but the actual spirit world don't have games too? How can spirits go gambling, but I mean, how can humans go gambling, but spirits can't go gambling? So we have to realize and wake up to the game of life. Literally. No, I'm, I'm not speaking metaphorically. I am not speaking allegorically. I am speaking literally. Life is an actual holographic computerized video game created by super intelligences. I'll just call it that. We ain't going to, I'm not going to, whatever you like to call the super intelligence, God, aliens, whatever you like to call it, right? Created by super intelligence. Number one, life is a game. Number two, this game of life is here to teach us one major lesson, how to love. There are infinite lessons in learning how to unconditionally love. Right now, we are born, we are born into the game with conditional loves. This is actual loving backwards. The word love spelled backwards is E-V-O-L. When I add a V-E, I have evolved. So when somebody loves me backwards and shows me conditional love, that is the wrong way to love. But that wrong way that I was shown how to love helps me to evolve into the right way how to love. And so just like the song Little Wayne said, how to love. And so we are here to play the game of life in different multidimensional aspects to learn how to perfect that unconditional source we call mother love mm, yeah right yes. so that's number two yes a we're thousand here. times to that yes. we're here to learn how to play the game of life to learn how to love that's number two mm. and then number three what i what i guarantee and I absolutely know beyond shadow of a doubt is that no matter what you will be able to beat the game if you walk around with this one, if you learn this one skill. You will be able to dominate the game so great people are going to revere you forever and ever if you learn this one skill. What is that one skill that you must learn? That one skill that you must learn is called no fear. You must learn how to play the game of life by removing and going through the things of going through the system of fear. There's a system of fears. These system of fears teach you how to really have no fear. A lot of us get distracted by fears, but actually fear teaches you that there's nothing to fear at all. This is why they say, this is why that cliche saying goes when if it didn't kill you, it only made you stronger. Because you literally learned from that and grew a no fear complex from that. And that no fear complex is unconditional love. Unconditional love knows not fear. Unconditional love, even though even though fear exists in the realm of unconditional love, unconditional, that's like that's like saying this. You're a superstar, right? You're a superstar, 
Valeria Cooper, right? Boom. You're a superstar. You got 80 million followers. 80 million followers know you, but you don't have, you don't necessarily know the name of all 80 million of your followers. But that don't mean you're not Mrs. Koopman, the 80, the, the person with 80 million followers. That just means that all of that means you just don't know the name of all 80 million of your followers. That's the same thing when it comes to love and fear. Love has a lot of followers. Fear is just one of the followers. But that don't mean love has a personal relationship with fear and love and fear are laying on lying in the bed together. When see, no, that just means that love has the ability to manifest as fear. And in order to truly learn love, we have to learn her through what we fear. If you fear being rejected, you better go out. You better go out and get rejected over and over until you ain't until until, you, until rejection is no longer a thing. If you're afraid to be, if you're afraid of being made fun of, always put yourself in a position to where somebody's gonna make fun of you until you until you learn how to grow a tough skin when when somebody is criticizing and poking at you. Yeah. If you are afraid to be, are you if you are afraid to uh, assert or speak to a certain. Um, spouse or a certain woman or a certain parent or a certain person, then make sure that every day you call that person and speak to that person until you get used to that person. So you'll no longer be afraid to speak to that person. Mm. Anything that you are afraid of, you can remove that fear by doing what you are afraid of repetitively. Yeah. So wow. if I'm afraid, if, if I'm True. afraid to fly, all I have to do is keep tr try to fly every day. And that fear of the fear of flying leaves because I try to fly every day. Challenging the fear. Right. So, yep. So one, the life game. So one, life is a game. Two, that game is to teach you love. Three, you beat the game by learning. You beat the game of life and love through no fear. Thank you so much, Rance, again, for your presence, your wisdom, your generosity, your intelligence. This is, to me, the highest form of intelligence. The wisdom you speak of, it just resonates true to me, my entire being. Yes, it is a game. It is uh, absolutely a game of duality. And then going back to unconditional love, but then first being able to lose the fear, right? Or let go of the fear, really. It's holding us back. Yes, the fear is the distraction, man. Do not let fear distract you from you, the real you. A billion times, yes. So thank you again. Before we say goodbye, where can we find more information about you, your services, products, and future projects, Rance? Just Google me. I'm already in the system. Me and the Matrix have a wonderful relationship. I am Neo. Chakra Doctor. Just uh, You can Google Chakra Doctor, or you can go to chakradoctor.org, um, and you spell Dr. The conventional way, D O C T O R, chakradoctor.org. Wonderful. Thank you so much again, and we'll talk soon. Yes, ma'am. Bye for now, guys. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about the Chakra Doctor and his work, please visit chakradoctor.org. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org/podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.